Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Kim Christensen, and I'm your host for this episode, which is going to round out our series on money mindset. So this is the last installment of the Money Mindset series. And today what I would like to chat about is the idea of developing consistency. In the financial world, there is a concept called dollar cost averaging. And I won't bore you with all the details, but the idea is that if you practice consistency with your investment dollars, you can take advantage of those times when the market is low to spread your effort, your dollars, your investment even further. And the reason why this is so helpful is because we can't predict what the market's going to do. So when we are investing consistently over time, we get the opportunity to take advantage of those lower market times more effectively. The same concept can translate over to our personal productivity. I like to think about motivation like the stock market. It's got the same peaks and valleys. When we practice taking action, even when our motivation is low, we are strengthening our self-reliance muscle even more significantly than when our motivation is high. That's why I see low motivation as an opportunity, an opportunity to strengthen my self-reliance muscle. When I take action that serves me, even when I don't feel like it, I'm building that relationship with myself. I'm teaching my brain that I can rely on myself to follow through, even when I don't feel like it. So that's the real power of consistency. It's developing that habit of self-reliance. Consistency breeds self-trust. When we practice something consistently, we actually get to condition and train our brains to follow through and create some self-trust. And so that's why I love the concept of consistency and I've been practicing it for a long time and I still struggle in this area. So I wanted to share a couple of strategies that I found really helpful when I'm developing the consistency muscle. When I was thinking about this, I noticed that there's really two reasons why we might be inconsistent with something. The first reason, and this is especially true for myself, The first reason is that I just simply forget. (laughs) I tend to take on a lot of different things. Everything sounds really interesting and exciting. I have a lot of goals going on at the same time. And when I do that to myself, I forget that I am working on a practice of consistency. The other reason why we might be inconsistent is because when the time comes to activate, there's a lack of motivation. We just don't feel like it. And so the two strategies that I'm going to offer today 
will address each one of these reasons. The first strategy to help yourself remember to actually take those small steps to create the practice to develop the consistency muscle is around automation. When we automate something or habitualize something, then there's not the pressure to remember to do it. And so I love habitualizing or automating certain types of behavior because then it doesn't tax my memory to remember to to do that thing. I find I have too much going on in my brain to be expected to remember a lot of different things, which is why I rely so heavily on my schedule and automating certain types of behaviors and actions. So if we go back to the concept of dollar cost averaging, if I have the decision to invest $1,200 for the year or $100 each month, my idea is that I want to spread my investment out over the year and make a $100 investment each month. In order to automate that, what I need to do is schedule it. And when I schedule it in a technological sense, I actually get the chance to forget about it. It just happens automatically every single month. The money comes out of my account and goes into my investment. Scheduling can also apply when you're making a behavior consistent. I think it was Stephen Covey who said, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule. The key is to schedule your priorities. So if you want to make something consistent, especially a behavior, you actually have to have it show up in your schedule, right in your calendar. The way that this shows up for me is that I schedule time for things like breaks, self-development, training, and planning. Because I want to get more consistent with these things, I have to put them into my calendar on a regular basis. Otherwise, I just forget about them. Or maybe I'll remember, but I'll tell myself I'll get around to it later. And of course, I never do. So the first step to becoming more consistent, and I think the most important step, is to use your schedule to your advantage. Especially for those of us who have a lot going on, a lot of clutter in our brains, I find it very helpful to have a plan in place that can help me keep sight of my goals and my priorities as I go through the day. I even set alarms for myself when it's time to transition between certain activities. This helps me to remember to stay on track And it also helps me to remember to switch focus because I can get deeply invested in something that I'm doing. The other issue that I see with a lack of consistency was around motivation. When the time comes to do the exercise, prep the nutritious meal, or do that important work task, we might tell ourselves something like, I don't feel like it. For me, this talk track in my head sounds something like, oh, I'll just finish what I'm doing. Or I think my time would be better spent over here instead of what I've planned for myself. 
So if you find yourself in this position where you're delaying something that you've scheduled for yourself, I think the first thing to recognize is that motivation isn't always required to do something. I can find myself sometimes distracted by my lack of motivation or trying to create motivation to get started, which is really just a subtle form of procrastination. If you become aware that you're doing this to yourself, one of my favorite tools is the 10-minute rule. I find this really, really helpful when I'm aware that I don't want to get started on something and I'm distracting myself with thoughts about my lack of motivation or maybe even beating up on myself about it. And what I'll do is I'll just tell myself that I'm going to engage in the activity for 10 minutes and then I get to decide whether or not to continue. This is so helpful because when it's just simply a matter of getting started that's blocking you, this 10-minute rule can get over that friction of getting started. And once you get started, you can recognize if that was the real issue or not, whether it was just simply a lack of motivation. The other thing that I've noticed to be helpful about the 10-minute rule is that I do honor that decision of whether or not to continue. And what I've noticed is that the more I practice this, the more I've learned to rely on myself, the more I've learned to trust myself, to follow through on things, and to actually honor and respect my decisions. So the most important benefit of the 10-minute rule is not just getting started, but actually creating the foundation for that relationship with yourself. The other thing that sometimes helps me if I am looking for motivation is I will remind myself of why this activity is important to me. It gives me an opportunity to look a little bit further ahead and remember why I had even planned this for myself in the first place. The other thing I can do for motivation is I look for the reason why I'm doing the activity in the first place. And I also look for the reasons why I enjoy doing the activity. I'll give you an example. I went for a run this morning and when I stepped outside, I was immediately lost in thoughts about how gorgeous it was outside. It wasn't too warm and it wasn't too cold. The sun was shining the air was fresh and crisp, you know, right first thing in the morning and most of the neighborhood was still asleep. I completely forgot about things like how exercise is my priority and how running helps my mental health. And I just completely lost myself in the moment and how much I enjoyed being outside. That enjoyment help me to forget all of the reasons why I really didn't feel like going in the first place. So to summarize, if you're looking to develop the consistency muscle, two of my favorite tips are to schedule it and the 10 minute rule. Also having the source of your motivation in your back pocket ready to go can also be very useful. Before we finish, I want to add a note about inconsistency. One of the biggest reasons that I see people giving up is the way that they talk to themselves when they aren't consistent. 
Yesterday, I didn't do something that I had planned for myself. I noticed there were two ways that I could talk to myself in this situation. My default brain, the one that is conditioned to judge myself in this situation, might be tempted to give me all the reasons why I'm not doing enough and may even tell me that I wasn't cut out for this type of thing. The other part of me, the more mindful part, might recognize that mistakes are a part of the process. There are definitely going to be times when I don't follow through, and that's to be expected. Expected and understandable. The way that I talk to myself in these situations is the difference between consistency, success, and giving up. I've noticed that the ones who experience the most success aren't the ones who didn't make any mistakes. They're the ones who didn't give up after making a mistake. Take care, everyone. I'm wishing you a peacefully productive week.